Well, hello and welcome. It's Mark, and this is Trucking Answers, the podcast. I am your podcast host with my co-host, Gracie, who's sitting here looking at me, can't decide if she wants to get up here to watch the podcast or not. So we'll see what happens with that. I'll do most of the talking today. This has been voted the best trucking podcast on the internet by my family and Kat, and I appreciate that. I want to welcome everybody to the podcast. If you've never been here before, I'm Mark and I do a YouTube channel. That's right, over YouTube, you should check it out, Trucking Answers. There's a live show there every Monday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. How about that? For a shameless plug of that, please show up for that. Check out the videos and uh, see what you think. We're here on Facebook, we're on Twitter, all over the place. I want to welcome Ireland to the podcast today. They are the country of the day, Ireland. Oh, yes, one download in Ireland. So for those of you that don't know, uh, when you have a podcast, at least here on my podcasting host, you get statistics and it tells you where the podcast is being downloaded. One download in the country of Ireland. So thank you to whoever you are in Ireland. <laughs> if you ever get to the United States, let me know. Love to say hello to you one person. We're going to have some trucking news, a few automotive little things, and uh, of course, another reason why we're not on Mars. All right, and there's a lot of reasons. You know why? Because there's a lot of dumb people on this planet. All right, let's just be clear about that. So I want to talk about uh, the floods in Mark's Minute, as I sometimes call it and sometimes forget to, at which lasts more than a minute. In Louisiana and, uh, you know, all through the Midwest and then the Northeast also, this Hurricane Ida, right, not that scary, another not scary name, was uh, blasting along, flooding everything out. And what bothers me about this the most is, you know, the flood insurance program. This always comes up. And by the way, we have a nice river running through uh, headquarters here, Lafayette, Indiana. We get the same thing by people that live down by the river, some of them in a van and some not. So people in these hurricanes... Uh, you know, oh, the governors have come out. Oh, it's a national, it's a disaster area or whatever. And what happens is if you have flood insurance, you have to go to your flood insurance, of course, to get rebuilt, to get your money. If you don't, what the government does is come along and go, all right, well, we'll just rebuild your house for you because you don't have insurance. That, my friends, I find to be ridiculous. I think that's ridiculous. Why buy the insurance? Why should you buy it if they're just going to rebuild you anyway? Plus, the other side of this is, why are people rebuilt in areas where it floods all the time? They do that here all the time. There's houses along the river here. And every year, sometimes every couple of years, they rebuild the houses. And then the news always finds somebody. This is the same person that aliens abduct and butt diddle all the time. And it's the same person like, I had no idea that it would flood again. You know, and they rebuild their house, and then the next summer the news is out there again. WLFI here in Lafayette. I had no idea it would flood. I do not have insurance. You should not be building where it floods. All right. If anything, the government at the most, which I don't even think they should do this, should buy your house out and make you move. Okay. Say you can't build here. There's no way they should rebuild your house uh, and then you put all your belongings, your $400 worth of belongings back in there and it floods again. <laughs> they just shouldn't do it. I think it's a total waste. That's our money, taxpayer money. If you're listening to this, it's probably your money because you are probably working. 
that money goes to rebuild homes that will then flood in a year and then be rebuilt again. I, you know who likes it probably? The construction industry. So they may have some kind of uh, ATA-like business dealings with the government. And they say, well, look, just we'll just rebuild these houses. You know, it'll help people out, you know. It doesn't really help people out. They shouldn't be rebuilt. And certainly if you don't have, if you choose, not if you don't, but if you choose not to have insurance for whatever reason, whatever reason, oh, I can't afford it. Well, don't live there. Okay. If you choose not, you shouldn't get, you shouldn't get anything. That's how it works. It'd be the same for your car. You know, uh, same for your car. No insurance, right? Arrested and no car repair. That's how it would uh, work. That's what I say. That's what, and uh, since my podcast, I get to say whatever I want, and I just did. Isn't that something? All right. That's the beauty of the podcast. So, look, Kenworth uh, in, in uh, Ohio, they're going to lay a bunch of people off. This isn't just they're going to close for a little bit. They are having a big layoff there. Why? They have a bunch of trucks sitting around that need chips that they can't get. <laughs> That's what they said. So they're going to lay a bunch of people off. They don't have a return to work date for them. When they lay them off, of course, they can go get unemployment, but still, they are being laid off. So, are you waiting for a new Kenworth? Does your company have fancy Kenworths? Well, guess what? They're laying everybody off. Not everybody, right? A bunch of people off at the plant, and they don't know when they're going to bring them back because they can't build any more trucks. They're just stuck at the moment with what they are have. They have a bunch of unbuilt trucks, you know, not ready, let's say, because of chips, and uh, people are just being laid off there. And I really think that's something. That uh, the chip, and they, I just read a thing about it. 2023, they said, maybe when this gets better. 2023. Isn't that incredible? Boy, that is really something, 2023. Did you see this woman, and I think this is terrible. Uh, she's just driving along in her SUV. And uh, what comes out of the sky? Oh, an excavator. Because a road above there had a truck, which they say now had a steer tire blowout either way. And so it kind of tipped and the excavator came off of it and rolled down a hill just in time to crush her to death. Now, there's a couple of things to say about this. Number one is you never know when your time is up. All right. You don't know how much time you have left, Mark. I'm in good shape. Well, she might have been in good shape too, but she got crushed by an excavator. So whatever it is you want to do with your life, as I always encourage people to go do it. If you don't like driving, stop driving and go do something else. If you will love driving and are not a driver, go be a driver. Okay, whatever it is you want to do, don't waste any more time waiting around for the right time because the time is never right. Just just go do it right now. There could be an excavator coming out of the sky on its way to hit your head as we speak. But the other side of this, now I haven't run a flatbed in a long time, okay? But what they always impressed upon us was that no matter what happened to this trailer, that load that you have on there should stay on it. <laughs> it was said if your trailer tips over, your load should still be on that trailer. You know, it should be as if it's bolted to the trailer. It should not come off. So I don't know why this excavator came off of the trailer. Whatever you have to do to secure it was always, uh, you know, what they told us. Look, you know, however many chains, whatever has to happen, if you tip over, whatever's on your trailer ought to still be on your trailer. So that was how you, we did it. I mean, you made sure to put extra of everything on so that if there was a problem, the load didn't come off. So I just wonder why this excavator came off. And it can't be an excuse, well, there's only a, two chains or whatever. 
Uh, no, I mean, I don't think so. It should be, you know, somehow put down enough so that if there is an accident, it doesn't go flying off and killing somebody on another road. It took its own little trip down an embankment and killed a woman just driving along, minding her own business. Wasn't even on her road. She wasn't even involved in this thing. She was just driving and boom, you're dead. Just like that. Crazy. It's just a crazy accident. It's just a crazy way to do it. All right, let's get to Dylan. Everybody's waiting to talk about Dylan, right? Well, me and the cat, she took off. She was disgusted and left, and now she's laying on the couch. So I'll get into this myself. So Dylan closed uh, August 31st. They've been in business 41 years. They were mostly family-owned, but now a little more information's coming out about them, and here's the deal. Here's the dealio. In 2017, they were bought by a private equity firm. <laughs> If your company gets purchased by a private equity firm, you should leave immediately. They never do any good for companies. This is another one of these big firms. And here's what usually happens. And I don't know if this happened in Dylan's case. They buy struggling places that are having problems. And the people, the people, peoples, the people are like, let's get out of this finally. Let's get our money and get out. And so these private equity firms buy them. Then they mortgage everything. They put loans and everything, get all this money, pull all the money out of the place. And then eventually the place can't make the payments on these loans. And so it goes bankrupt. They don't end up having to pay any of that money back. And they have pulled all the money and that's it. And it looks like, to me, that's what happened here. Apparently on the 31st, Managers were notified that it would be the last day and they told drivers that, hey, your employment as of tonight at midnight will be terminated. Your benefits will be terminated and the last paycheck will be issued on or around September 17th. So pay even for the week won't be issued for a few more weeks. So not only are they not going to have a job, it's going to be another two weeks from today, which is the 3rd of September. It's going to be two more weeks before you get your next, your last check. Isn't that something? Isn't that, now see, they want notice from you, but right? Your company, every company, oh, it's customary for you to provide notice to us. If you don't do that, you're a bad person, right? Bull o knee. Those are the three words I say to that. I always tell people, look, why give them notice? Well, they're not your friends or whatever. If you got a better opportunity and it starts tomorrow, just go take it. That's what I think. Well, Mark, I won't be able to go back there. Who cares? Who, you're not going back there. Stop looking in the back. That's why the rearview mirror is tiny. All right, stop looking behind you and look look ahead. All right, it doesn't matter if you're gonna go there. It doesn't make any difference. To, you know that's why you left. I always remember, you left, stay gone. That's what you should do. Uh, you know, so that's good for the future. Here's the other thing about Dylan, the WARN Act, which uh, I rarely hear people talk about. The Worker Adjustment Retraining and Notification Act provides that companies with 75 or more people have to give you 60 days notice of a closure like this, a mass layoff as it's called, or, or, they have to give you 60 days of pay, and they have to carry your benefits for those 60 days, okay? That's what they're required to do by law. But when we look at the notification that these drivers were given, it says, well, 
we're closing uh, because of unforeseen business circumstances. And that's how they get out of this. The Warren Act, which has basically no teeth in it, says that companies do not have to give notice if there was unforeseen you know, business things that there's no way they could have predicted it. And so they don't have to give you that notice. And that's all companies really have to say to the government is go, well, you know, there's no, we didn't know. I do think that the employees here should contact an attorney, a licensed attorney of which I am not. And what they should do is tell them, look, we didn't get warn notification. There's a lot of employees, 60 days pay per for hundreds of people is quite a bit of money. And that's certainly worth talking to an attorney about and seeing if there's some way to get uh, that money out of somebody because you're you're supposed to get it. It is the law. And what I've always said for stuff like this is companies that are subject to the Warren Act should be required to bond to the Warren Act. So companies should be required to post a bond that drivers could draw from for this kind of exactly this kind of thing. And yes, that would cost money. And that's too bad. Okay, that is what the law is. If you don't like it, let's get the law changed. But currently, that's the law. So they should have to post a bond for whatever that amount of money would be. It would be millions of dollars. I mean, drivers probably make 10000 every couple months at least there. At times, hundreds of drivers. You know, you're looking at millions of dollars that would be owed out. And this, believe me, this private equity firm, they've sucked all the money out of this like you're sucking the uh, brains out of a shrimp and a you know a shrimp boil somewhere okay there's nothing left that's why the only way that drivers could probably hope to collect all this money would be from a bond that the company would have had to post many years ago and as you increase your employees they should have to change that bond it should be renewed every year and it should be based on the employees that they have so as the place grows the bond grows that they have to have posted with the state where they are registered simple as that then these drivers at least would be able to get that money that they are owed by law because right now they'll be lucky to get their last paycheck in two weeks okay much less any of the 60 days of pay that they are legally entitled to and likely won't get very unfortunate Hopefully, they'll get in with a new place. I've seen a bunch of companies saying, look, you drivers, we'll give you a sign-on bonus or whatever right away, and that will help these people uh, transition. These people, you people, that will help the people transition. I just think it's garbage. It's just another private equity that sucked up a company uh, and spit them out. It's just so typical of the industry. It proves that you know no one really cares about drivers in the industry. Oh, you're heroes. Yeah, baloney. All right, baloney. They don't. Uh, they don't think that at all, and I think it's sad. So Dylan Transport uh, down the tubes, kind of like an excavator rolling down a hill. GM. There's another one. They are going to close for a couple of weeks. Nearly every plant in the United States. Why? Computer chips. Computer chips. Same thing. Almost all their plants will close for up to two weeks. Coming up here. Because they can't get chips for their vehicles. They're going to stop diesel production. The diesel started going into their large SUVs, Escalade, and that size SUV. SUV, You've been able to get a diesel in it, and that's going to end. I thought that was the way to go in those. It got really good mileage, and that was the way to go, but... They're not gonna. They're not gonna make them in there. They said, "Look, we just can't get them, so we're just gonna eliminate this engine as an option in these things." So if you've got one of these Tahoe or 
you know, Escalade or whatever with the diesel in it, you've got a really rare thing. Now, will it be worth something? Yeah, all you have to do is go park it in your garage for 75 years and uh, pull it out of there. And man, you'll probably be able to get at least 2500 bucks for it. So that is going to be a real rare classic. Uh, we'll see it roll across Hemmings and, you know, uh, in there and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see this too? Oh my gosh, I was horrified when I saw this. Horrified. A Maserati Grecal. Grecal. It didn't have a pronouncer on it. It's an SUV. I mean, what is happening in the world? So now I have to tolerate a Maserati SUV? I mean, it was bad enough. I saw a Ferrari that was thinking of making an SUV. I thought, oh my God, what is happening to the world? Are all the goofballs taking over the world here? Does everything have to be an SUV? I mean, uh, you know, Maserati, um, known for maybe performance uh, sedans, um, an SUV, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to be the car for me. I'm going to say no to that. So many of these have come out. Rolls-Royce now has an SUV, a Cullinan. I mean, you can get a Bentley SUV. Okay, this it's just getting crazy out here. Yeah, people want an SUV, but come on. Okay, performance and SUV. And I know people are going to go, Mark, look at the Porsche SUV. All right, yeah, until you go throw the thing around the track. You know, um, yeah, it's fast zero to 60. Congratulations. Uh, so is a ninja. You know, so what? That's, a, that's, not the, that's not the whole story. That is just not the whole story. I just was disappointed to see Maserati's like, well, I guess we better get into it also. We sell 400 cars. We might as well try and sell 50 more SUVs. It's not like they're like some kind of huge selling uh, vehicle anyways. So it looks like this is going to happen. We're going to make an announcement probably Monday on the live show at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. He said again as another shameless plug on YouTube. Uh, I'll be doing a live show at a shipper. Not a shipper. What am I talking about? Mark, even the cat should come and bite me. I'm just horrible at this. You would think I'd get better, but uh, turns out, no, that is not the case. <laughs> All right, I'll be doing a live show from a trucking company. From their location, like I've said out there, I'm willing to come to trucking companies. Let's talk about that. Well, it looks like I will be doing one. And what we're going to do is a live show there where you can ask questions of the people that work there. Okay, we're going to get people in and they're going to answer your questions. Isn't that great? I think that's a great idea. And um, they they want drivers, right? And uh, they want to answer your questions. And so they're going to have me come out. We're going to go live and you're going to be able to ask them questions and they're going to give you answers. The uh, So I hope everybody will join for that. I think we'll be able to make that announcement on Monday. That's what it looks like from here. If you are a trucking company and want me to come to your location, we'll do a live show and uh, we can talk to drivers directly. That's the way to do it. These companies, you know, here's the thing about companies. They pay all these places to run ads. Run an ad. Here's all these, you know, known places. You see them all over the place, and they just run ads. But that's so impersonal. What if you could just ask people right their questions, right at the company, not some recruiter, not somebody that doesn't know. These are people right there that will answer your questions. How does this work? How does that work? We we'll probably have a driver there, too, who works for that company. I think that's what we're going to do. And people uppity ups from the company, you know, uppity uppity ups. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but there'll be people there to answer your question. We'll be right there on location, on location. So it's not going to be like a split screen. We're going to be standing next to each other. So I hope that you will come 
and uh, enjoy that. And I hope that some people will get to get on at the uh, place that they're looking for. And of course, we have to have a reason why we're not on Mars yet. You know, there's a lot of reasons. And here's another reason. Dateline, Hicksville, New York. So here's another dude. It always starts with some dude. That's how these always start out with. Because uh, basically, we're idiots and do a lot of stupid things. So he's sitting around in Hicksville going, boy, what should I do today? Another guy's sitting around. But... Does he do drugs? No. No. He says, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to take the other side of it. I will go in my car that I've affixed police lights to and drive around and pull people over. That's what I'm going to do. It's too difficult to get on the police force. It's a lot easier to just order some lights from Amazon. So he takes out his Crown Victoria with a siren. Actually, it said air horn, <laughs> all things, and his police lights. And he says, you know what? I think this van is doing something wrong. I'm going to pull it over. He pulls the van over. He activates his lights and air horn and pulls it over. And goes to talk to the driver. And uh, the driver gets out and a couple people get out of the van because these people in the van, these people are uniformed police officers returning from some type of training thing that they did. But it's just like a blue van. And the driver of the Crown Victoria was promptly arrested and booked for felony impersonating a police officer, among several other charges. This is another person who, before you're going to go out and do all this kind of stuff, you're going to need to kind of case the people, check out who you're pulling over. We get a lot of these people who don't seem to understand that when you pull the police over, you also need to be the actual police, not some Yahoo uh, just that happened to buy a police interceptor from their local, uh, you know, auction because it was a good price or whatever. So he was arrested and taken to jail in his car, impounded. He will face several charges. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, here's another person pulling over uniformed uh, police officers. All right. So if you're a trucking company, get in touch and we can do a show from your location that's right with some uppity ups whoever those people are otherwise be sure to check out the youtube channel more videos coming as we speak thanks for listening and being here i appreciate every one of you let me know uh, your thoughts and missives mark at truckinganswersnation.com and we'll be back soon with another podcast <laughs>